Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is July 26th. Today, you guys, is the first day of this week's Come Follow Me block. This week, we're going to be studying Alma chapters 39 through 42, which are the chapters to Corianton, Alma's wayward son. And as we start chapter 39, it's interesting to look at how father-son relationships or parent-child relationships never change. In verse 1, it says, And now, my son, I have somewhat more to say unto thee than what I said unto thy brethren. For behold, have ye not observed the steadiness of thy brother, his faithfulness and his diligence in keeping the commandments of God? Behold, has he not set a good example for thee? So right off the bat, Alma's saying, hey, young man, you and I, we've got to have a talk. And then we get this, why can't you be more like your brother moment, right? But it's true. I mean, you've got to wonder, how did this happen to Corianton? Helaman, incredible kid, being trained and ready to become the next prophet. Shiblam, incredible missionary, righteous guy. And here we have Corianton, who breaks the law of chastity and gets into this worldly relationship with this worldly woman and really, really struggles with doctrines of the gospel and with certain commandments. And so we have to ask, how did this happen to Corianton? He was raised the same way Helaman and Shiblam were. Where did he turn wayward and what caused it? And I think that it's interesting to realize that he didn't go from being a missionary to sinning just like that. Oftentimes when we see people fall into these deep sins, we think, oh, wow, like how could that have happened? But almost always we see a progression to these deep, heavy sins. And we see that here with Corianton as well. In verse two, it says, for thou didst not give much heed unto my words, as did thy brethren. So that's the first thing we see right there. Corianton didn't give heed to the words of the prophet the same way that Helaman and Shiblon did. And my friends, truly, there is protection and peace and safety in listening to the words of the prophets, in both the big things and the small things, in the things that make sense to us and the things that we might not understand. As we follow the prophets, as we heed their counsel and advice, there is safety and peace and protection in that. Elder Costa said, What great blessing it is to have prophets in our day. Pay attention and follow their instruction and suggestions. And I testify to you that your life will be completely blessed. And Bishop Davies said, Listening to and hearkening to the living prophets will have profound, even life-changing effects in our lives. We are strengthened. We are more assured and confident in the Lord. We hear the word of the Lord, we feel God's love, and we know how to conduct our lives with purpose. I testify that that is true, that the words of the prophet can guide our lives to greater peace, hope, and understanding. The prophets can guide us and lead us closer to the Savior. The prophets, with their understanding and with their wisdom, can truly protect us from the dangers and sins of this world. So that's the first sin that we see of Corianton. He's just not giving heed to the words of the prophets. As we continue in verse 2, we see it says, Now this is what I have against thee. Thou didst go unto boasting in thy strength and thy wisdom. 
So second of all, we see the pride that Corianton had. He couldn't see that the Lord was blessing him. He couldn't see that it was God's blessings that was strengthening him and making him more. Instead, he went among the Zoramites and he boasted of his own strength, his own wisdom. He acted as if everything that he was and everything that he had came because of himself, when truly that's not the case. Elder Bednar once said in a talk that we need to remember that when we have success, that we didn't earn it, but that the Lord gave it. And that is something that Corianton was missing here. President Hinckley said, Being humble means recognizing that we are not on the earth to see how important we can become, but to see how much difference we can make in the lives of others. Here, Corianton was on a mission to the Zoramites. He was there to make a difference in their lives, to help them draw closer to the Lord, to help them find greater peace, joy, and happiness on this earth. But he couldn't see that because he wasn't humble. He was so busy trying to make himself more, trying to make himself important, that he completely missed out on the opportunity that he had to build other people up, to make their lives better and more meaningful. So that was the second sin that we see. The second thing that seemed small but led to this grievous sin. In verse 3 it says, And this is not all, my son. Thou didst do that which was grievous unto me. For thou didst forsake the ministry and go over into the land of Siron among the borders of the Lamanites after the harlot Isabel. Now this one is super interesting to me because it reminds me so much of the story of David and Bathsheba. If you'll remember that story, David was on his rooftop and he sees Bathsheba bathing and he falls into this same type of sin with her. Now, the interesting thing about this is that David wasn't supposed to be home. David wasn't supposed to be on that rooftop. David was supposed to be leading his people in battle. But David left the place where he was supposed to be. He left what he was supposed to be doing and came home. And because of that choice, he ended up falling into awful sin. Now, it's the same thing here with Corianton. He was not supposed to be in the land of the Lamanites. He was supposed to be on his mission among the Zoramites. But he left his duty. He left where he was supposed to be. He stopped doing what he was supposed to be doing and went away. And that decision to leave his duty... That decision to walk away from what he was supposed to be doing is what led to this grievous sin with Isabel. Remember in Doctrine and Covenants 107 verses 99 and 100 where it says, Wherefore, now let every man learn his duty and to act in the office in which he is appointed in all diligence. He that is slothful shall not be counted worthy to stand, and he that learns not his duty and shows himself not approved shall not be counted worthy to stand. It was a big deal that Corianton had left his duty. God had called him to something. He was asked to do something. And his decision to not be diligent in that calling, his decision to abandon what the Lord had asked him to do, was the first step leading to his downfall. President Heber J. Grant taught, When you are in the line of your duty, it is like standing in front of a line of posts, and every post is in line. But step one step aside, and every post looks as though it were not quite in line. The farther you get away from that straight line, the more crooked the posts will appear. 
It is the straight and narrow path of duty that will lead you and me back to the presence of God. Now, I love this very next verse in Alma 39, because as Alma says that Corianton did forsake his ministry and go over into the land of Siron after the harlot Isabel, I can just picture Corianton being like, hey, 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 she was a temptress or she had stolen away the hearts of many men. Like, I can see him trying to justify it. And Alma in the very next verse says, yay, like he's like preemptively saying, hey, look, I get it, saying, yay. She did steal away the hearts of many, but this was no excuse for thee, my son. Thou shouldest have tended to the ministry where which thou wast entrusted. My friends, those are kind of hard words sometimes, especially when we have to apply them to our own mistakes, to our own shortcomings, to the times when we are less than diligent in doing our duty. But it is the truth. At the last day, when we are standing before our Father in heaven at judgment, I believe that he will want to extend great mercy to us. But that mercy cannot be extended if we are still trying to justify away the things that we have done. That mercy will be extended in the greatest possible degree to us if we recognize our weaknesses and we repent of our sins. My friends, I testify that the big sins don't start with being big. Here, Corianton's great mistake didn't start with him chasing after the harlot. It started with him not listening to the prophet. It continued with his pride. And then it got worse as he forsook his duty. My friends, we need to do all things that lead us closer to the Lord. And when we make mistakes, because we will, it is so important that we don't try to justify those mistakes but that we recognize them and turn again towards the Lord in a spirit of repentance. Because I testify that when we do turn to him in the spirit of repentance, he embraces us in the spirit of love. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe, to like, to comment, and to share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.